Hello, it's Melissa, and welcome to another episode of the Biswell Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. Brooke Canzanieri is going to tell us all about her exciting health journey. Welcome, Brooke. Hi, Melissa. It's good to be here. Thanks. So for people who don't know you, tell us a little bit about who Brooke is and what you're all about. Well, uh, I live in Missouri, actually. I was born and raised in San Diego, California, but my family moved to Missouri because the cost of living is so much better here. Um, So we get the four seasons, which is wonderful. Um, I do insurance verification for physical, occupational, and speech therapy here at a clinic um, at Missouri Orthopedic Institute in Missouri. And um, I recently have kind of changed my life around and, and gotten healthy, and I've been just loving life ever since. Oh my gosh. Well, and that's why I've asked you to come on. Thank you so much. I know you're inspiring so many different people with your story and your journey. So that's what I want to talk about today. So take us back to when this health journey first started, what prompted it, you know, where you were and how long ago it started. Yeah. So it was May of last year, 2019. I actually, if I'm being completely honest, never wanted to change. I always saw myself as this beautiful person that could do anything and had no limitations because of my weight, even though I was uh, almost 230 pounds at that point. Um, I went to the beach cottages in San Diego with my family one year uh, for uh, my aunt's birthday and my cousin came up with this idea for a weight loss challenge and I am a very competitive person so in the beginning I was telling him you know I I don't really need to lose weight I'm comfortable with who I am and he said well you know it's not necessarily with loving yourself it's okay to love yourself at every stage but it's about being healthy and, and would I be willing to do this change and so since I'm competitive I was like you know what let's go ahead and do it let's try it out what's the worst that could happen Losing weight isn't going to be bad for me, so um, I just went right in, and that's essentially how it started. I'm I'm glad he gave me that push. Oh, my goodness. I I remember that. And that was, what, (laughs) just a year ago? Yes, it was May of 2019. And so so now it's just a family challenge. Everybody's going to try to lose weight. So take us back on, you know, what you started to do, what was your regimen, and then, um, you know, sort of where it is today. Did it evolve over the year? Yes. So in the very beginning, the hardest part for me is that I I didn't have much knowledge on how to lose weight. And I knew that I loved food. So I had to figure out a way to lose weight and still eat the foods that I loved. So in the very beginning, I started with um, calorie counting. I downloaded the app, uh, MyFitnessPal. It was free, and you enter your starting weight, and it tells you a general idea of how many calories you should be consuming um, to reach your goal weight. So I calorie counted everything that I ate, whether it was good or bad, and I made sure to exercise daily as well. So I, um, I would start with slow. So I would do like treadmill. Um, and I would just walk for 30 minutes or I would go for walks outside with my dog and just have a better grasp of how many calories I was burning versus how many calories I was eating. And then eventually, um, the weight just started to fall off because when you're in a calorie deficit, it, it, it all just happens from there. And so I was getting excited. I started to notice that my clothes were getting loose. Um, and then I, I really got a fire lit under me and I started working out more. I started eating healthier things. So I wasn't constantly, you know, if you can fit it in your calorie goal, I told myself I could go ahead and have it. But when you start to lose more weight, I wanted to fuel my body and realize that 
food isn't meant necessarily all for pleasure. It's also meant for, to fuel your body and, and give yourself that um, healthy push. And so now you can find me eating much lower calories, but I have so much more energy. I knew in the beginning of my weight loss, I had extreme heartburn that would keep me up at night. I could barely walk a mile without being out of breath. I couldn't go upstairs without being out of breath and trying to stay quiet so people didn't know I was fighting for my life. <laughs> and um, I, I think that I was confused on what happiness truly was because I, you know, I saw myself in the mirror. I was happy with myself, but I, I just didn't know how, how good life can be. And, and now that I'm calorie counting and, and seeing the scale move, and I, I just, I, I think what worked best for me was not to get rid of everything that I loved food-wise because I feel like if it fits into your calorie goal, I end up, I would have ended up going crazy if I stopped eating um, burritos, for example. I love burritos, and to this day, I would still eat burritos, but I just try to eat maybe not the entire thing and make it last three days instead of one, for example, or there's a way to fit in and, and not, you know, starve or make it this awful thing that I feel like a lot of people are afraid of starting. And I think in the beginning, that's the hardest part. Like when I've tried it before, it's like when you see the scale move a little bit, then you're inspired and you're like, okay, I can do this. But it's that first couple weeks or month. How long when you first started, did it take you to start to see a little bit of progress? So our weight loss competition with my family, we weighed in every single Friday and, um, I would see it would, it was very slow because for me, I wasn't just that's it. I'm going to just have broccoli and chicken and go on runs. I wasn't doing that. I was still eating fast food when I wanted it. I was just eating less of it. And so it was a slow, slow change. It was about a loss of one pound a week. Um, but then eventually when I started getting really into it, it, it was two pounds a week. And then now I, I don't lose a pound a week because I'm gaining muscle. Just last week I weighed in and I, I remember feeling sad that the scale didn't move down. So I did what's called an end body where they measure your muscle and your fat loss. And I actually had gained two pounds in muscle and lost two pounds in fat. So it's things like that that just, it, it was easy to, it's easy to get excited about it once you can actually see the results. Right. Oh, wow. That's exciting. And you said in the beginning you used an app. Are you still using that same one? And are you, is your regiment still similar to what it was in the beginning? Yeah, no, I use that same app. I use it every single day. You can scan your foods, plug it in. It tells you your macros. I haven't really got into macros because I, it's just not for me yet, but maybe one day. Um, but yeah, I, I use my fitness pal all the time and I, 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 weigh in every Friday still to this day. I've been doing it since May of 2019. Friday is my weigh-in day. And I, I've just found a way to enjoy it because now I can go on long walks. I can go on hikes. I can go up a flight of stairs and, and do it willingly. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. Wow, that's such an inspiration. And I have no idea what macros are. <laughs> that sounds like a foreign language <laughs> to me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't like to play with macros, but it is a thing. Oh, wow. That's a deep dive. So, you you know, you've already touched on some of the health benefits that have helped you in terms of being able to go on lock, long walks and up, upstairs and whatnot. Have you been uh, supervised by a physician while you're doing this or are you just sort of doing it solo on your own? 
So my primary care provider, um, I do, I saw her in the beginning of it and, uh, you know, my original way in and I, I told her what I was doing, you know, I planned to lose weight. So she asked me how, because I feel like a lot of physicians are nervous with the house because they don't want it to be something that you're going to easily give up on. Um, so I, I told her, you know, my, my plan is to do a calorie deficit make sure I'm burning more than I'm consuming and not to stop eating what I love. Um, that way I don't end up binging it later. Cause I used to be a bad, um, sneak eater. Mm -hmm. I would hide in my car and have my McDonald's and no one would see me. Therefore it didn't exist to anyone else. And it was my own little secret. And, and I, I, I you know, I told her all of that and now I can eat it and I'm, I'm not shameful of it. And she said that the, the way to go is to, to do a calorie deficit and that's what she would recommend. So she was supporting me the whole time. And when I did my weigh in recently with her, I had lost almost 85 pounds. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so she, she was very excited for me too. And and she said my goal weight should be about 130. Um, but I'm hoping to make it a little bit higher than that because I want to gain muscle as well. Oh my goodness. 85 pounds. Congratulations. That is just an amazing, uh, achievement and you did it the right way and you did it slowly over a year. And it sounds like you're very uh, aware now of what you're eating and, and really bringing the exercise into it. So can you talk a little bit more about the exercise piece of it? I know you said in the beginning, it was really slow. You just go for little walks with your dogs. Like how has the exercise piece changed over the last year? So I did a lot of research the more it went on um, to figure out the best types of exercises to burn the most calories with um, the most minimal effort because I'm a pretty busy person. So um, the best way truly is walking. So to this day, I still go for walks. I, I feel like people think that I'm this extravagant runner. I do all these crazy things to lose weight, but I, I honestly, I, I just walk as long as I can and, and as long as my time I'll have time for it. And then um, I do like to do strength training. So I have um, these weights at my house and I make sure to do different things or I go to, you know, different classes that my uh, community has. And I, I did go to the gym in the beginning before coronavirus. And um, I loved the Stairmaster, believe it or not. I used to try to do that as long as I could. And and you can burn almost 600 calories on that thing in an hour. So it was, my goal is to just burn the most amount of calories in the smallest amount of time. And so I still push for that. Oh, that's amazing. Um, what about, you said weight training. Now, do you do that at home or before Corona, you were doing that at the gym? Yeah, before Corona, I was doing it at the gym and I would just look up or Google exercises for strength training for women and it would give you like a list of things because you can find almost anything on the internet. And now that I'm stuck at home, I, I did end up purchasing Beachbody and so I do their videos um, and I like them. I, they have uh, like, I'm doing a current one that's 100 days and so every day I log on and do it and I take progress photos and, and if there's anything I can suggest, it's to take progress photos even if you feel uncomfortable in yourself and you don't want to have that picture of you and your camera roll I, I wish I had more pictures of me when I was at my heaviest when I was in the medium middle area and now I just try to take as much pictures as possible oh my goodness you're so brave I'm like I don't yeah, want to take yes. any pictures of that <laughs> It's the hardest part, but once you get to where you are comfortable with your body and, and you're starting to love yourself and see those results, you're going to love that you did it. Because the before pictures, I had no idea what I looked like until someone took a picture of me and I was tagged in the photo on Facebook. It's like you you, you become so you know used to these filters and for seeing yourself at a high angle with your chin tucked and for hiding behind your friends. But when someone gets that picture of you, that raw moment, 
of what you actually look like, it hits hard. And I think it's the best thing to show how far you've come. Mm. You're so inspirational and so vulnerable. God, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, thank you. So tell us if one person is listening right now, just one person they want so desperately to lose some weight or maybe 85 pounds like you did, what are the things that they can do to just w- take that first step? I would just say to start slow. If you start drastic, you're going to give up and feel overwhelmed and feel like you can't do it. And it should be a slow change. I think just starting with a small walk a day, eating a little bit less of the bad foods that you're eating and slowly getting to where you, you measure yourself, you weigh yourself and you see that you're making progress because as soon as you see that progress, you're, you're going to get more excited because it's not fun to think. I'm going to have to starve and I'm going to have to exercise because that's not what it is. You're eating foods that are going to fuel your body the more that you go on and you're going to feel that change inside. And so if I could go back, I would just, I would tell anyone just start slow and and, and don't think it's this drastic, awful thing because eventually your body will thank you for it. You'll notice it and you'll get excited about it. That's awesome. And just real quick, if I can ask, when you started out, you said calorie reduction, did you have more calories in the beginning and now you're at less calories or it's been the same amount of calories the whole time? Yeah. So in the beginning, um, I did have a higher amount of calories that I can consume. Um, and then naturally as you lose weight, you do have to eat a little bit less, but, uh, I learned something called reverse dieting. Once you get to your goal weight, I think that people, um, they can mess up because they think that they can go back to eating all of these calories because they're finally at their goal weight and then they can end up gaining all of their weight back. But there's this thing called reverse dieting where, cause right now I'm only eating uh, 1,500 a day. And so, um, once I get to my goal weight, I can slowly creep back in those calories and I can get up to 2000 calories a day, which is what's recommended by most doctors anyway. Um, because I, it depends on how much I burn and my body naturally burns about uh, 2,500 with the activity level I'm at. So as long as you're in a deficit or equal to, you, you shouldn't gain weight again. And so, uh, in the beginning I, I was eating much more calories, but now, although I'm eating lower, I knew that, I know that there's hope in my future for more food and less guilt that comes with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. What an amazing journey. I have loved this conversation and all of your tips and and just inspiration. I know other people are going to hear this. So if people want to connect with you and follow you or be inspired by you, where can they connect with you? So I I have an Instagram page for my health where I post literally every healthy decision and unhealthy decision that I make in a day and what I put in my body. Um, It is called at my lifestyle for life. Um, you can find me there. I, I post all of my food, my recipes, my exercise regimen, how I'm feeling that day, my ups and my downs. And um, I, I, I think that's the last thing I'd like to say is that it is a lifestyle change. You, you can't do something that you can't commit to forever. So if you love burritos, dang it, eat those burritos. But make <laughs> sure you, you, know, you eat a little bit less here and there and make it work for you. Oh, my goodness. And that's like the, the most inspiring part of it because when people think, like you said, if I have to give up all these things that I love, it's just too overwhelming. But if you can do it, but just do it in moderation, I guess that exactly that makes it feel more sustainable. Exactly. Moderation is key because if you if you can't stick to something for a month, you're not going to be able to stick to it for the rest of your life. So you got to find something that works for you. Yeah. And what about speak to um, people around you? Like, you know, I have a husband and, and a son and, and are you are the people around you have to make adjustments to or can you still do this on your own if they don't want to make those adjustments? 
so that's that's the part of the lifestyle change when when for example my my family wants to go out to eat or they're having a barbecue i a lot of them will say oh i'm so sorry brooke i know you're trying to be healthy and and my big thing is don't worry about me i know that i can eat those things just in moderation so i make sure to just have less of the macaroni and cheese and less of the things or if i do end up having a lot I don't get mad at myself. I just maybe work out more that day or, or make sure to, you know, cut it the rest of the week. And so I, I don't let anyone, you know, change their ways for me because a lot of times no one's going to change until they are truly ready. And so um, I just let people eat and go where they want. And I just try to find something um, on the menu or, or eat less of whatever it is. Mm, I love that too. Well, so inspiring. Thank you for this chat today. I love talking to you. We'll have to circle back and have another discussion a few months down the road or as you learn new things and want to share new things because I'm I'm sure there's so many people out there that (laughs) can learn so much from you. Of course. No, it was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thanks, Brooke. Thanks for tuning in to the Biswell Podcast.